Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, today we're back into the world of literature, and as I've been doing quite a few times this semester, or I should say this season, not this semester, you can tell I'm used to teaching classes, uh, as I've been doing quite a few times this uh, season, I'm going to be moving away from what people traditionally think of as literature. Um, but before I do that, I want to kind of go back and rehash a little bit what, you know, literature has been since the beginning of time. You know, literature has always been a way of telling stories. Um, societies that don't even have writing have literature. They have, uh, you know, poetry, songs, uh, stories, and, and, you know, they have oral traditions. But even before you get into groups, um, as, as human beings, we also tend to fictionalize ourselves. Believe it or not, we do. Because if we didn't, we wouldn't be able to get through the day. You know, if you woke up and thought about every moment of every day, the fact that at any moment the earth could be hit by a meteor and we all die, a super volcano could explode, you know, making the planet uninhabitable, killing us all, uh, we could have a massive solar flare that fries the entire planet and burns everything alive, you know, individually, uh, you know, People die of heart attacks, accidents, all kinds of things. If you thought about all of those possibilities all of the time, even though they are possible, um, you know, they're not necessarily very likely, but they are possibilities. If you thought about that and realized how much nothing is really predictable, you wouldn't be able to function. And so we have to fictionalize our own lives and... You know, we have to think about, well, where am I going to be later on today? When, in all honesty, you don't know if you're going to be there or not. You know, thousands of things could happen between now and then. But we can't live that way. We can't live without having some kind of sense of order. If we felt that everything was chaos and random every moment of every day, uh, we wouldn't be functional. So, Fiction actually begins within the individual, and it begins in all societies, you know, springing from the individual. We tell each other stories. We, you know, these stories help to ground us. They help to give us a sense of what we belong, how, you know, what we belong to, how we should act, where we came from, where we're going. You know, these, these have always been the functions of literature. And I go into the little bit of this long preamble because I want to, again, talk about something that most people will at first say, no way, that's not literature. Uh, and, and the topic for today is going to be social media. Now, most, you know, most people would, especially literature majors, would cringe at the idea of social media being literature. But think about it. Think about how much social media actually does fit all of the requirements of literature, how much fic fictionalization goes into social media. You know, one of the things that uh, a recent study has shown about uh, one of the social medias, and I'm not going to name it by name, um, but it's been having a devastating effect on uh, young women's self-esteem issues, uh, mainly because they go on here and they see all of these other girls and women who have perfect lives and perfect complexion and perfect hair and, you know, the perfect love life and the perfect job and, 
then they look at their own life and, you know, feel like they're a complete failure, like they're ugly, like they have no value as a human being. Um, but all of this stuff is fictionalized. And, and the, the thing that's kind of strange is that everyone, when you go onto social media, uh, when you're putting stuff out there, uh, whether you realize it or not, you're fictionalizing what you put out there. You know, you're always painting your life better or worse sometimes. Sometimes people paint their life as worse um, because they want to have attention. Um, very few people's lives are as good or as bad as they paint on social media. Uh, most of the time, if it seems really good, they've probably gone over the top. And most of the time, if it seems like it's nothing but bad, they've probably also gone over the top. Now, this doesn't mean that people don't have deep, serious problems, and I'm not, you know, trying to belittle that. There are people that definitely have, you know, major life challenges. Um, but what comes out in social media is a very limited focus. It's, it's a very narrow lens that they've shared of their life. So if someone tends to, um, you know, focus on how perfect everything is, they're not going to talk about things in their life that is not perfect. They're they're going to kind of omit that. And if someone is focused about how bad everything is, well, they're not going to, you know, mention moments where they may have had a good, you know, uh, a good uh, breakfast or they, you know, just sat there for a moment and enjoyed a sunrise or a sunset. You know, that's not going to fit in with their persona that they've created. And, you know, the more you look at social media, uh, both at your own and at other people, you should start to realize that this isn't real life. This is, this is real life fictionalized, told through a lens. You know, when men or women post pictures of themselves, um, you know, and they look perfect, they may have taken 15 or 20 pictures or more before they got one that looked good. And then they, you know, made sure that their makeup and their hair and their clothes were right and maybe throw a couple filters in there to make it look better. Uh, make sure they, you know, get a picture of themselves in front of, you know, maybe a nice part of their house when the rest of their house might not be that nice. Or, you know, go outside and take a picture in nature um, because, you know, they don't want to show you what, the, what their house actually looks like. So you, you've got to keep in mind that we all do this. And this isn't, you know, I'm not pointing fingers and saying, oh, these are bad people for doing this. Uh, far from it. This is, these are human people who are doing this. We all do this. We all like to put it forward that, you know, we want people to like us or to hate us, one of the two. We want, we want to be liked or we want to be hated. And that's, that's a reality of human beings. Because the alternative to being liked or being hated is being ignored. And this is the worst thing you can do to a human being is ignore them. You know, look at people who have become, you know, very dangerous criminals in one way or another. Often there's a lot of uh, abuse or even, um, you know, being outcast from society. Uh, so, you know, being loved or being hated is an improvement over being ignored. And so if, you know, people can't be loved, they'll be hated. And this is largely what's behind a lot of the behavior of trolls. You know, they don't mm -hmm. love themselves. They don't feel that they're worth anything. 
And so they will go out of their way to make everybody else miserable and hate them. Because hating them, at least you're acknowledging them. So as we look at social media, you know, it really is a form of literature. It's a form of fictionalizing ourselves and putting it out before the world. And it's something that is not new uh, in that we've always done this as humans, uh, but it's new on the, on the level of scale. You know, prior to a lot of electronic communication, the people you communicated with, the people you had to project your image to, was a very small number of people. The people in your family, friends, co-workers, the members of your, you know, these are basically the members of your tribe. Um, we, we think we've gotten away from the idea of tribes, but we're still in tribes. You know, if you're with co-workers, that's your work tribe. If you're with your family, that's your family tribe. Um, now our tribes have become global. You know, we talk to people on the other side of the world. Part of my tribe might be people I see every day, and part of my tribe might be people in England or India or Africa or the Middle East or, you know, all over the place. Um, this is the new reality. And this new reality of having to perform for a larger tribe has actually put a lot more stress upon us. Because now we don't just have to, um, you know, impress the few people that are around us. We've got to come up with things that are impressive for people all over the world. Either impressive or things that will, again, like I said, make them angry at us. Because better to be hated than to be ignored. And so social media, when you think about it, is really literature that has brought the self-fictionalization that everyone has always done as human beings, and sort of forced everyone to become authors and creators uh, if they participate in social media. You, you sort of have to, okay, now I have to be an author. I have to worry about my image. I have to worry about my words. I have to worry about the visuals that I'm putting out there. You know, these are all things that regular people didn't really have to deal with prior to, you know, the world becoming so close together prior to social media. These were only issues that people who were authors would really have to deal with. You know, authors always had that pressure of, you know, having to perform before the world. Same thing with musicians and, you know, actors and actresses and artists. You know, they always had that pressure on them. And if you look at the history of the lives of writers and artists and musicians, uh, very few of them had successful, happy lives. You know, most of them, uh, there's a few that are, there are some that are the exception, but most of them really over time become broken down by that pressure. You know, and these are people who chose to go into that field, uh, chose to be writers, chose to be artists or musicians, and sort of was, they were doing it for, you know, the love of it, and they were doing it because they had a talent in it. Well, now we've taken everybody, um, whether they want to or not, kicking and screaming and thrown them into the world of, okay, now you have to produce for the entire world. You have to come up with a persona that everyone will either love or hate. Um, you know, think about how much uh, value people give to getting likes on their social media posts, to getting, you know, reposts on their social media posts. If they post something and nobody responds, 
you know, they get the feeling of I'm, I'm ignored, I'm a nobody. And so they have to push themselves even harder. You know, this is, again, the pressure that pressures like this were things that only writers and artists and musicians and people like that ever had to deal with through most of human history. And now this is something that is thrown on everyone's shoulders. So fiction is something and, you know, creating fiction is something that we should become more aware of um, because we do it and because we're surrounded by it. You know, one of the things that as you you know, really kind of grasp the idea that, okay, yes, I'm fictionalizing what I do. I'm making things better or worse because I'm trying to live up to this persona. You have to then make the leap and say, aha, and so are all of these other people. Um, because if you don't make that leap, what ends up happening is no matter how good your social media is, no matter how good your persona is that you create, you yourself still know this is not your life. And in the back of your mind, you're seeing other people and going, wow, these people really are living this wonderful, glamorous, glorious life. And what's wrong with me that I can't? And this is, you know, increasing our stress level. It's increasing our problems with self-esteem, especially for young people. You know, young people, as it is, when you're in your teens and 20s, you know, it means everything to fit in. It means everything to be accepted. I mean, there, there are lots of young people who commit suicide because of rejections. And it's because they feel if they get rejected in one area, that their entire person is of no value, um, that they might as well just, you know, commit suicide. Uh, and this is not true. And this is something that as you get older, you realize it's not true. But when you're in your teens and 20s, you don't have that perspective. You know, people have asked me, you know, oh, wouldn't you want to be in high school again or be in your 20s again? My answer is always the same. Absolutely not. I wouldn't go back to that time period for all the money in the world um, because it, I remember that time period. It was absolutely horrible. You know, I was constantly wondering, you know, how are people viewing me? Do they like me? Do they hate me? Do they think I'm stupid? Do they think I'm this or that? And it was a lot of pressure, and it was a lot of depression, and it was a lot of struggle. And, you know, I'm 50. And at 50, I don't worry about that stuff. Uh, that, that stuff has no effect on me whatsoever anymore. I don't worry about whether people like me or not. The people who like me will come around. The people who don't will go away. And that's the way it is. You know, when you get age, you get perspective. You get more comfortable with who you are. And we have, you know... Our young people now are thrown into not only being teens and in their 20s, they're thrown into, okay, now I've also got to be a worldwide producer of an image. I've got to, you know, have an image that people love or an image that people hate. So for the older generations, remember back in, you know, high school and, you know, your, your 20s, how much pressure that was on us before all of these things like social media existed. Now multiply it by social media, and you'll get a little bit of better understanding of what the younger people are going through. And hopefully you'll also get a little bit better understanding of, yeah, we kind of need to really step it up as the older generation and help guide a little more, help be mentors a little more, and say, you know, you can do this, keep going, um, 
it, it seems like the end of the world right now, but it's definitely not the end of the world. You're going to have a lot of successes. You're going to have a lot of failures in your life, and that's just what life is made of. Life is made of successes and failures. And the world of social media has, again, like I said, thrown this extra struggle onto people. Uh, even older people struggle with it a lot. Uh, I see a lot of older people my generation and older that, you know, struggle with, you know, self-esteem and their issue, and issues like that, and it gets amplified with social media. Uh, so we need to step back when it comes to social media and keep in mind, this is all fictionalization. Everybody that's putting things out there is putting out either their best face so you'll love them or their worst face so that you'll hate them. But it's all done, it's all fiction. This is not really the lives these people are leading. Um, and when you understand that, uh, and you understand that all of these people that are fictionalizing per perfect lives don't have perfect lives, then it becomes a lot easier for you to deal with your own life when you see, oh yeah, my life isn't perfect, but you know what, no one else's life is perfect either. Um, okay. I'm going to break off this episode here. Uh, I've been keeping a lot of these episodes this season shorter because I'm covering a very wide range of topics. Uh, next season, uh, we're going to go back to you know, ancient philosophies and ancient literatures, and we're going to have longer episodes. These, these episodes next season are probably going to be you know, similar to what you'd have in a classroom lecture, you know, 50 minutes to an hour lecture. Uh, 50 minute to an hour podcast. But I still want to keep these introductory seasons lighter because I'm introducing you to so many different topics that I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I want you to be able to sort of chew on this, you know, one small bite at a time. And then once you've chewed through the first two seasons, you'll be ready to jump into season three, three four, and so forth and, and feel more at ease and, and not feel overwhelmed when we go into more depth. Okay, I hope all of you are doing well, and I hope all of you are staying safe. Have a good night.